Blog Talk Radio. Numerology is a system of ancient codes found in our birth information that gives insight to the lessons we each must learn in this lifetime. Elizabeth Summers is a medium and esoteric numerologer offering her knowledge of ancient wisdoms to help fellow travelers towards a more enlightened and peaceful path. Join her now for the magical world of numbers. Hi, everyone. Thanks for visiting with me again this evening. I hope wherever you are in the world, but especially uh, in the United States, with all this bad weather that we're having coast to coast, I hope you're safe and warm, cuddly-wuddly, and thank you for listening to my program this evening. You know, I wanted to share with you that the Magical World of Numbers radio show plays coast to coast, and it ranges from 9 o'clock on the East Coast to 6 o'clock on the West Coast, for a live broadcast, but not everybody is able to tune in for a live broadcast. So everything is recorded, and the podcasts are stationed on a whole variety of platforms. And I'm very thrilled to tell you that I've added another platform where you can listen to the Magical World of Numbers playbacks. They are in archives. So let's just take a bragging minute here to list them. First of all, on both my websites, The Magical World of Numbers and ElizabethSummers.com, the radio, the radio shows are listed there with a drop-down that says archives. All right, that's one. Number two, I have my own station on YouTube. Elizabeth Summers, you go to YouTube. You can listen to the, uh, the broadcast there. Also, I am placing, have placed, my show does play on iTunes, and it is now playing on Stitcher. There are two other um, sources that we are trying to play the podcast on for the convenience of my listeners, but every which way but loose, you can listen to the show. If you can't listen to it live, just go on there, click on a topic or a date or what have you, kick back with a glass of bubbly or a hot cup of tea or whatever you choose to imbibe in at the moment. And listen, because I love talking to you. I look forward to every Wednesday night thinking, what can I share with them? to help them understand, first of all, my work, but secondly, to understand many spiritual um, uh, ideas and pieces of information in order for my listeners to find peace in their soul and to grow. Well, speaking of iTunes, speaking of Stitcher, I would ask you, if you are listening to my show on either of those platforms, Would you please write a review and give my show a rating because the more reviews the magical world of numbers has and the ratings that it has bumps my show up towards the top, towards the top, and that way more and more and more people will be able to tune in to the magical world of numbers and find out just how special esoteric numerology is and how I love to them. So if you could write a rating, write a review on iTunes and Stitcher, and then also on Summer's Numerology, click that thumbs up and like me. That is helping also 
get the information out to uh, all kinds of readers, all kinds of listeners, all kinds of folks. Well, I'll take it. It's taken me to about noon today to recover from the playoffs on Sunday because I am a Green Bay Packer fan. I am a cheesehead. And I'll tell you, given the opportunity, I would wear one of those triangular cheesehead hats. Can you envision it with my flaming red hair and one of those bright gold cheeseheady things or whatever? My son is threatening to get one of those and send it to me. Well, okay. I was, I was, I was, I can't even say what I was on Sunday when at the very last minute my Green Bay Packers lost and I'm screaming at the television, no, 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 and my animals are flying everywhere in the house. They have no idea. They've never heard those tones before coming from Mother. So nevertheless, it's taken me a little while to go into acceptance, but tonight I thought, nope, I have to regroup, I have to pull it together and talk about astrology, numerology, and some tarot for my people to have hmm, some new information. So we're going to talk about tonight the new moon in Aquarius. We're going to talk about the Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. And we're going to start exploring the Aquarian personality. So I think we should call this the Aquarius show tonight. The new moon was yesterday, we're still in new moon energy. The new moon energy is, any new moon energy, is all about new beginnings, new starts, new opportunities, if you will. And it's an energy that says, get your act together, sit down, write down, no matter what sign the new moon is in, write down at least five things that you want to accomplish over the next two weeks. Always remember, thought is energy. When you think it, great. When you say it, better. And when you write it, you ground it. And you use a pencil and you use paper and you don't do a computer or a pen thingy. You need to ground it to Mother Earth and stay focused on it. Read it every day. And the new moon in Aquarius is in an air sign. Now, there is one big party going on in the universe right now with the new moon. The new moon has in the universe, of course, in the sign of Aquarius, the sun's in Aquarius, the moon's in Aquarius, Venus, the goddess of beauty, is in Aquarius. Right now, as we speak, and Mercury is in Aquarius. Everybody is in Aquarius for this new moon. There's some powerful energy zippity-doo-dawing around here that is bringing in compassion. That's why I had to kind of have compassion today for everybody who played that football game. And compassion for humanity. I'm going to chat with you along the lines of compassion with adding another ingredient about an issue that's just been stuck in my craw, and it is really something I want to chat with you about towards the end of the show tonight, some food for thought when it comes to dealing with our um, fellow human beings, if you will. So in Aquarius, you might find yourself a little spacey, a little bit of Time travel, a little bit of thinking back, a little bit of out there because Aquarius is an air sign. Now, this year, there are three Mercury retrogrades, which I'll chat about in a moment. Only three in 2015. Praise the Lord, sometimes there's four. This time, there's only three, and they're all in air signs. So, therefore, no... It might be a little pushing it to stay focused, to stay concentrated on your purpose and your intention uh, for, I'd say, the next couple weeks, quite honestly. So what is this Mercury retrograde business that we all want to chat about? 
some people go into an oh my goodness situation in their lives, minor panic, if you will. Not necessary, not necessary, but a little heads up here, a little heads up. Mercury is the planet of communication, any kind of communication. Aquarius has to do with electronics, has to do with computers, has to do with anything with basically moving parts that does Mercury. No one's really sure, the astronomers and the astrologers, are not all absolutely 100% certain as to when the age of Aquarius began. For the last thousands of years, we have been in the age of Pisces, which was a male-dominated vibration. It was like the Dark Ages. It was a bunch of rules, regulations. And you just look back over history. It's when governments were formulated when religions were formulated with their rules and regulations, when societies got structured on and on and on. That was the age of Pisces. Now we're in the age of Aquarius, which is about intuition, about inner knowing. And people are transitioning from that stuck Dark Ages belief system of spirituality into a more open, fluid, getting in touch with higher mind, And they can be a little confused. And some become kind of afraid to step out, to trust themselves. The answers are within. Why? Because we are souls. We are spiritual beings. The concept of the intellect is only a human being construct. When a soul moves into spirit, there's no intellect. It's all energy. It is all love, nurturing, caring, compassion, spiritual processing of the do's and the don'ts that maybe they kind of didn't do so stiffy-doodle when they were human beings this last time. And I know this to be true because I'm a medium. Frequently, I am doing interceptions, middlemen, readings for clients who want to contact their loved ones in the spirit world. And so, therefore, the spirits themselves, the loved ones themselves, have taught me how it all works. And on top of that, I am a psychic intuitive, and so I call in angels, masters, and guides, archangels, several times a week. Where my clients call me, they have very specific questions. One or two, I keep it at that, that they want guidance. Sometimes when we are in a, in, a, in a mud puddle in our lives, we're very emotionally stuck, emotionally stuck. We can't fight our way out of a paper bag, as the saying goes. And so, therefore, those emotions clog the transmissions of our higher self to our, from our soul, giving us the information that is needed to move us forward. I'm outside of it. I'm not emotionally involved. And so my buddies from the spirit world and I help my clients who have a question. And I share that with you. Well, Mercury, planet of communication, is generally speaking toodling around. It rules Gemini. It rules, actually, it's also involved in Aquarian energy. But every now and then, it stops and appears, doesn't really do this, but it appears to go backwards. There's the retrograde. It goes into a stall, if it will. And therefore, things can get a little screwed up. In a Mercury retrograde, which I'll run through some things, some do's and don'ts, this week and next week. The Mercury retrograde now has started full force. For many of us who are attuned to this, we knew that it's kicked in at least a week ago and will continue in its retrograde and then it stops and then it starts uh, moving kind of forward, but it's still a little cattywampus and it goes to February 11th and then it is, okay, we're moving forward now. 
we took our little retro experience, but there's a mopping up week. My attitude is, in my own personal life, if it comes in early, it goes out early. But generally speaking now, from January 21st, 23rd, in there, there's no time in spirit, to about February 11th, I want you to be on red alert about some things that just might go cattywampus in your life. And the key thing is to be patient. Computers are ruled by Aquarius. Astrologers believe that the age of Aquarius most likely began in 1960s because that is when computers and electronics began to really hit the market, become a thing. Remember back in the 60s? Some of you will remember. Some of you listening probably weren't even born yet. The... um, um, What was the name of that group? The Fifth Dimension. Popular song, The Age of Aquarius. Harmony and understanding, peace and this and that and the other thing. Yep, The Age of Aquarius. Told to us by the musical gurus, The Fifth Dimension. But they were spot on in what they were singing about. And so, therefore, now the Mercury retrograde in Aquarius from January 21st to February 11th, it's going to give us an opportunity as souls to really come up with new ideas. I want you to think outside the box. I want you to think of new ways to kind of make your life better. New ways. New ways of maybe approaching old tasks. But... Get a little bit of juice going, a little bit of rejuvenation, if you will. Some do's and don'ts when it comes to a Mercury retrograde. No, and my computer today was the most stubborn thing you'd ever want. It's a computer thing. I want you to back up your computers, be patient with your computers, do not swear at them, not nice, not nice. Because the energy we send our computers, we will get back from our computers. I'm a firm believer in that. I had a friend one time who just would constantly say, I hate my computer. I just, this, this, blah, 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 blah. And she always had computer problems. Not me. I love my computer. I mean, seriously, I do love my computer. I love the creativity of it. And if I had my computer, I couldn't talk to my people. I couldn't write my articles and my columns and, and uh, my emails to everybody. Oh, no, I love my computer, and I really worked at that today as it was fussing. But computers, appliances, cars, anything with moving parts has the potential to go a little cattywampus over the next three weeks. And what it's doing is drawing your attention to maybe some situations that should have been taken care of early on in the first place, quite honestly. There's a slowdown in people's lives. There's a slowdown in a lot of aspects that's saying, now stop, look at this. Is it everything? No. But whatever needs to get new ideas regrouped, Re, re, re. If you are in business, revisit your clients. Revisit your business uh, 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 structure. Reorganize. I have been an organizing fool in my office for the last week here. And I'm saying to myself, yep, reorganize. Make it better, make it better, make it better. So, know that When Mercury is retrograde in the sign of Aquarius, which it is now, there is a really important focus on independence and freedom. And watch it in the news. This does not just apply to our personal lives. It is a general influence on the globe. Social orders are going to be put to great test. Don't we see that happening? People will be more 
adamant in their view. There can be serious frictions. Watch the news. Serious frictions in relationships. Because remember, Mercury rules communication. Frictions in relationships. Personal, professional. There can be some intellectual battering concepts going on. No, my ideas are better. Your ideas are better. On and on and on and on. Well, bottom line is what's most important to many of us are finances. So let's start there with some do's and don'ts during a Mercury retrograde and the finances. Some do's are do this, do that, do, 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 do. Your financial deals need to be reconsidered and restructured during a Mercury retrograde. A lot of people are refinancing. There has been a 63% increase of refinancing. Yes, the rates are low, but that's a huge jump. Reassessing, renegotiate your finances. Do take care of old business. Pay off your bills as fast as you can and make sure you complete them as as early in the retrograde as you possibly can because as Mercury gets deeper, deeper, deeper into its little nap, you know, might be a little delay. Watch every single jot and tittle, which is a Hebrew marker for a dot and a dash and a this and it's called a jot and a tittle. Every little detail. Make your payments. Make sure every detail is gone over, gone over with a new eye. Get as much data as you possibly can. Try not to buy anything, especially cars, especially appliances. Look at your loans, finances. Go over your statements. Make sure they are correct. And you say, well, you know, all of this is, makes perfectly common sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. This is why some people uh, wind up in their financial mud puddles, because they're not paying attention. I want you to consider reorganizing. See, there's that ma- there is that magical prefix, R-E, which means go back, review, renew, reestablish, re-this, re-that, re-something else. And above all, you know, let's get a little attitude adjustment about our beliefs and attitudes towards money and towards finances. Just like we should love our computers, We should love our finances, no matter what they are. Because money is an energy. That's all it is. And some of us have to learn, easy way or hard way, to handle our energy better. Do I need this? Do I want this? Is this valuable to me or not? And if it is, why? And if it's not, why? And what are my motives in spending this money? Sometimes a little bit of discipline is required. There's a saying in the ancient I Ching that God helps those that work in a disciplined manner. But what are we not to do when we have a Mercury retrograde? We do not initiate new projects or partnerships or investments. Probably a loss will be on the horizon. Probably unwanted delays and frustrations. When is that aggravation? No new purchases. They can turn up to be damaged, faulty, not exactly what you thought you were getting. Appliances, cars. Do not take out any loans during a Mercury retrograde. Do not file taxes. File taxes. During a Mercury retrograde, when it's at its worst, gets lost in the mail, it's not going to get that electronic thing go through. Don't file any taxes, do them, but hold off until the end of February. After your energies have cleared, go over them again with a new, new lot, new odds for jot and tittles for uh, details, and then file. And don't gamble. Well, 
I'm relatively anti-gamble. Anyway, it's one of my karmic issues. I think I must have been a real gambler in another lifetime because in this lifetime, the pendulum has gone in the other direction. And I will not spend a dime. When my son was little, when he was little, I would I was on the East Coast in the Philadelphia area and there were bus trips. Uh, this has nothing to do with my son, but there were bus trips that would go to Atlantic City for gambling. And and I think I just wanted to get out of the house and, you know, like go to the Atlantic City. So I would go on a bus trip at least twice. I've had this experience. And when uh, 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 you go on the bus trip, then they give you a, a roll of quarters to spend that Atlantic City gambling. Folks, I came home with a roll of quarters. I refused to spend my quarters putting them in some machine to make somebody else rich. That's such a waste. Plus, I had milk to buy. I had bread to buy. I will not. To me, gambling is like, now this is my personal opinion to all you gamblers out there who love it very much, just might as well throw the money out of the window. But that is, in this lifetime, the pendulum has gone the other direction, which happens a lot with karmic codes that I find in people's charts. And they say, oh, I'm not like that. I don't do that. Mm-mm. No, the other extreme kicks in. Nope. I came home with all my quarters. Other lifetimes, I probably spent them before the wheels of the bus began to roll. So we're not going to gamble during a Mercury retrograde. We are not going to speculate. We are not going to take any risks with money next week i'll talk about your career and then some relationship situations that are do's and don'ts and and what have you so we're going to stay on this topic to give you some insights uh uh, um, for the next week or two i want to chat a bit with you about aquarius after all the fifth dimension started singing about the age of Aquarius. And Aquarius is the 11th house of the Zodiac. All my Aquarian folks, those that are born between January 20th, February 18th, 19th, depends on the astrology um, system that's used. And their symbol is that of a water bearer or or a water pitcher, water. But that's not the case. They are an air sign, and air signs are like holding a cloud in your hand, actually. Gemini, no, no. Mercury is a great influence to Aquarians, so they're great communicators. They like to stay within their own mental plane. They enjoy, when it comes to social interaction, they like to be with people who are like-minded to them who are like them, if you will. They really can attach. If you have an Aquarian friend that you can mentally, you know, be on the same wavelength with, because air sign is a thinking energy, you got a good friend. And they'll, they'll stay around with you. They'll hang out with you. They're known, Aquarians, are known for their straightforwardness. And, you know, they sort of don't like change. They don't like change too much. So therefore, they're very quick to notice limitations, very quick to uh, uh, take advantage of of situations, uh, to kind of control that they don't have to change, and sometimes get criticized for their straightforward nature, if you will. But if you cross them, one of the buzzwords, for Aquarians, is revenge. Revenge at all cost of their own reputation. Don't give a hoot and a holler. You cross them, almost like a Scorpio energy, and you'll think twice. Now, having said all of that, all of that, Aquarians love a peaceful life. I don't see them as fighters. You know, the Aggressive, assertive energies are the fire signs, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. 
they'll go right up in your face. Now, Aquarians kind of like a peaceful life. They don't get too emotionally attached in their relationships, though. And sometimes they settle for a relationship, unfortunately, even if it lacks any kind of sensitivity or any kind of ardor, they'll settle. No, we don't settle. Why should we settle? So our dear Aquarians are very intelligent, very quick-witted. They can pick things up really fast. They have a curious nature. But they can make it difficult, air sign of Aquarius, to stay focused and concentrate on one thing. So the big lesson there is to focus, finish what you start, then go on to the next thing. Next week we'll talk more about the Aquarius personalities. The good, the bad, the ugly, the negative, the positive. In spirituality, in the universe, there is a dual nature, up and down, back and forth, yes and no. In numerology, every number has a positive and a negative side. Most souls stay on the positive side of any number code interpretation. But we have free will. And they'll just get a little cattywampus and go into the negative, And that's when their lives become very disruptive. So in the readings that I do for people, I try to point out the good, the bad, and the ugly in order for the free will to make its choice as to which road it wants to take. Speaking of taking, let's take a little break here. I do see some people have come online. I will do very quickly some mini readings and the call-in number is 347-855-8628. That's 347-855-8628. And I already have a lot of people in the queue. So when I come back, I will give you some brief instructions. Going to pick up the pace here, see what year you're in in 2015 on a personal level. But right now, we're going to all take a deep breath, go get some water, relax a moment. Give our Aquarian listeners a chance to kind of catch their breath because we've been talking about them. And uh, we'll be back real soon in two minutes and 14 seconds.
Okay, now that we are all totally refreshed, when you come on the line, I have turned on the uh, queue and know that I will uh, give you, I will identify you by your area code. You need to come on quickly because we only have a few minutes for each one of the uh, uh, folks that are in the queue. I need your first and middle name, your age, and your month and day of birth. I'm going to tell you um, uh, what year we're in. You're in. We go in nine-year cycles. Each year is, has its own do this, don't do that. And uh, um, we'll see what we can do. So the first uh, uh, caller in the queue is area code 561. I'm putting you on the air. You're on the air. Here we go. Hello. What's your Hello. What's your first and middle name? Stacy Ann. Twelve sixteen. Seventy two. Did you? Did and how old are you? Forty two. And you're forty two. Did you call in before Stacy Ann? Yes. Yes, I recognize your name. Isn't that interesting of all the people that uh, I do readings for on the air? I remember you. You must be memorable. And so, therefore, Mm -hmm. know that um, you are in year eight of your current nine-year cycle. It is connected to your work and your career. And at 42 years of age, you may suddenly decide to change residences, change jobs, change careers, and know that this is a very powerful year for you to take also your power, your emotional power from what I see here. I'm talking emotional. And to the name of Anne is filled with karma that has to do with relationships, has to do with addictions to abuse, and has to do with you valuing yourself more than the relationships that you are in and not allowing yourself to be manipulated and used emotionally by other people to make their life great and wonderful, and you're getting the short end of the stick. So you are in a power year, and you are in year eight. That is going to either bring you great results connected to relationships, your work, and your career, or it's going to force you to start all over again. This is a this is a Saturn year for you. So hopefully, for the last seven years of this current nine year cycle, you have really kept your nose to the grindstone and made good decisions. Okay. All right. There okay. you go, Stacy Ann. Thank you, dear, for calling Thank in. Bye bye. Next, we're going to go to area code 831. You're on the air. Hi. Thank you very much. My name is Karen Villar. I'm 63, and my birthday is 530-51. 530-51. Okay. And Karen, and your middle name is Pilar? Villar, V-I-L-L-A-R-S. Well, that's very beautiful. Okay, Karen. Well, uh, first of all, the K of Karen tells is called a cornerstone vibration, and I talk about this on some shows. This is it's your lead-off energy, it's your attitude, your approach, and the letter K has two interpretations to it. it has a number two, first of all, which is not a fighter. Nope. Like, follow me here. What can I say? But the letter K is a special kind of vibrational two. It's an 11-2 of psychic energy. And so, therefore, I want you to pay very close attention to your intuition because you've got it. The name of Karen says, approach this incarnation intuitively. Now, having said that, on a human level, the K of Karen is also bringing to you partners that you have been in partnership with in other lifetimes that are good, bad, or indifferent. And I want you to set your boundaries. The Via Volars is very much a grounded emotional vibration. So that's a very beautiful name. It's an old soul name also. 
uh, the vibrations that I see in there. Oh, so so let's see what year you are in coming up here since we are in 2015. And you are in a seven year. It's actually starting now. Did you last year in 2014 have any issues, significant issues with one-on-one emotional relationships or family, things along those lines in 2014? Very much so. Very much yes. so. Did you still yes. continue? Oh, yes. 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 Yeah, because that was a hummer. Yes. Okay, now what we're doing, what you're doing now is um, you're in a seven-year of choice. Choices, choices, choices. I want you to slow down your life this year. This is a tricky year. This is your spiritual year. It's called a sabbatical year, almost a vacation year. And, Karen, I want you to watch your health. This is a spiritual year where you have to kick back and look at your life, listen to your inner voice, use faith and trust. You will get through this. And the outcome of this year, if you play your cards right, is celebration. Celebration. But you watch those relationships also. Watch for ethics and betrayals in relationships. Um that you have to make some choices about, and that's one reason that you are being physically, emotionally, psychologically, everything slowed down. It's not a bad thing. It is like, I need a little rest here. Last year was a hummer. And so then take classes, do reading. Keep in mind, this is your spiritual year of all the nine years. This is your quiet year, your year of vacation. Your year of kickback and connect with spirit and the outcome will be celebration, the three of cups from what I see here. Okay? Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, 64 is bringing your, you're 63 now, but when in May, 64 is going to take you uh, in a new direction. That's really going to take until 65 to totally kick in. So be patient, be patient. It's on its way. All right, off the show. Okay, blessings, blessings. Blessings, bye-bye. Okay, now we're going to go to area code 956. 956, you are on the air. Hello? Area code 956. Oh, no, wait, I don't... uh, I don't have your mic turned on. I'm uh, no. Nine five six. They left us. Okay. Eight three one. Did I call on you already? All right. Perfect example. Oh, nine five six said, "I'm still here. I'm still here." Hello. Now we have a bad we have a bad phone connection. Very Mercury retrograde can help you out tonight. Nine five six. Call back next week. We'll try it again. And so there you have it. Isn't that just wild? When I turn on their mic, I know that person's there, but the phone connection is not good. Typical, typical, typical. Well, a couple things that I want to chat with you about, and thank you to those. Folks that called in for their mini readings, when I do my big readings, and you can just go to my website, The Magical World of Numbers. It says on the black bar, it says numerology readings or whatever, the toolbar, I think it's purple on that site. And click on numerology readings, and you'll get a drop down and see the various numerology readings that I can do for you to help you. I'm an esoteric numerologist. It's a specialty of mine. It's like doctor and MD, yes, but some are gynecologists, some are oncologists. They have specialties. Well, esoteric numerology is my specialty because I use the ancient spiritual tools, thousands of years old tools, plus my wonderful gift that I'm just grateful for all day long. I 
just say thank you, thank you, thank you all day long for my uh, psychic intuitive ability and mediumship ability that I package it all together and to help my people. So, you know, all you have to do is go there or call me and we'll get going. Nobody should be wackadoo in their lives because they don't understand what's going on. Everything is there on my website. All my radio shows, the articles that I write, I write columns for newspapers, guest spots on other radio shows, which one is tomorrow. And you can check that out also on my uh, toolbars. I'm going to be uh, uh, on a wonderful show on the Internet for two hours tomorrow, Thursday tomorrow. So do check that out. Now, I want to chat a little bit about something. This is what I was telling you when this show began. I know from being a spiritual counselor to so many people and looking deeply into their personal issues from a numerological, astrological point of view, that a lot of people have trust issues. And that's okay. It's deep-seated, comes in from other lifetimes. It's a whole different ballgame, but it's there. Because there are deep-seated in the psyche trust issues, they do not speak their truth. They don't say, verbally say, how they feel or what they want to talk about. They repress it, they depress it, and some numbers, more than others, do this. For instance, the number four, the number eight, are not necessarily talkers. They feel, they nurture, but they don't express themselves. All right. And it's also connected to the throat chakra. It is really a lot of complex reasons. Here's my issue that I just want to chat with you about to see if we can't raise our own consciousness about something and to help other people. When someone values you enough to come to chat with you to say how they feel or this happened to them and they wanted to tell you about it, or they had this experience and they want to share it with you. For some people, that is a big step that they are allowing themselves to say, to talk, to whatever, and they've chosen you for some reason. They feel comfortable with you that they want to share it with you. But when they share it with you, what do you do? You start talking about you. You start saying, oh, yeah, I remember when I this and that and the other thing. Or I, 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 I. And they're looking at you, saying to you, this is not about you. I'm talking to you, and I need for you to talk back to me about what I am talking to you about. If I wanted to talk to you about you, I would ask you this and that and the other thing. This is called empathetic listening. Empathetic listening. And I would ask you to do your very best to become or be an empathetic listener. Your time will come. Your time will come when you will talk about you. But these people need a listener. If they want your advice, they'll ask for it. If they want your input, they'll ask for it. That's what you wait for to talk about maybe then an experience that you have had 
will support or give them advice along the lines of whatever they're conversing with you about. But I cannot tell you how many conversations that I personally have had with people, and this is one of my itchy points, is how many people are not empathetic listeners. When I talk to them about maybe something that I have experienced or I like or I this or I'm just going to share you know, a conversation to share with them because I'm really not a shy talker, as you can tell. And there are certain numbers, for instance, the number three, the number five, they're talkers. The number fours and the eights, sometimes twos, not so much, not so much. Sixes and nines are very feeling persons. They are the ones that can be most prone to become empathetic listeners because those are heart energies. There's mental, emotional, physical codes in numerology. And sometimes, and this is kind of, well, it sounds nasty, but sometimes I play a game and I throw something out to certain people to see what they're going to say, to see what they're going to do to see if they are empathetic listeners. And nine times out of ten, they're not. Immediately, they start talking about themselves. I this, I that, I, 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 I. I could be talking about cherry pie. I make the best cherry pie. Not, wow, how did you make your cherry pie? Uh, do you do the blah, blah. Go back to the subject, folks. Be an empathetic listener. Come from your heart. That person needs you. That person needs you to validate it, what it's saying, to give support, if nothing else, by your going back to talk to them about what they're talking about. You are saying to that person who probably needs courage to even open its mouth, that I hear you, I hear you, I'm listening. What you have to say has value, and I appreciate you sharing that with me. And let's talk about what you're talking about, not what I want to talk about. Not being a look at me, I'm Sandra D. So let's try to be empathetic listeners. To have, to be empathic. To feel what the other person feels. To feel what they might be going through. Some folks have to take baby steps in order to express themselves. Those souls that have the number three challenge, which comes from a formula, it's a sticking point that they have to overcome. It shows up in a chart that I create. But more so even those folks that were born under a Mercury retrograde, that when they were born, Mercury was going backwards, was in a stall. Those souls, and I, when I see it in a chart, I see it astrologically, I always give them information about it. Those souls frequently that have a three challenge or born under a Mercury retrograde will birth themselves into families. Do not allow them to find their own voice. Where they express themselves, they're usually very intuitive. They want to say how they feel. And they are not validated. They're told to shut up. They're told that what they're saying doesn't make sense. They're, so, they're saying uh, one of uh, my family members would constantly, uh, uh, who was born under a Mercury retrograde, uh, had a very, very uh, large vocabulary as a child. 
and would use the word nonsensical. Oh, that is nonsensical. And our father would constantly reprimand her, telling her there's no such word as nonsensical. Well, yes, there is, just because he didn't know the word, but that's very typical. So if a child birthed into a family where they were not allowed to speak their truth, were not allowed to say how they feel, were not allowed to express themselves on a variety of subjects, and was told that what they said had no value, number three, had no worth, number three, they equated that to themselves that they then therefore had no value. They then for had no worth. And that's where the damage began. So let's all work at being an empathetic listener. To be an empathetic, E-M-P-A-T-H-I-T-I-C, something like that. Right now, I'm out in La La Land talking here from spirit. The key thing is listening. You'll have your day. You'll be able to say your thoughts about things. But you listen. And don't be a look at me, um, Sandra D kind of listener. We're coming to the end of our visit. Doesn't time fly? I think it's because we're having such fun. Remember, we're going to be talking about Aquarius. Next week, I'm going to be talking about a little anger management from a numerological point of view. If you are listening on iTunes or on Stitcher, and I'll be adding more podcast servers to the list, but on those two right now, I would be so grateful if you would write a review for the magical world of numbers. And give it a rating. You know, one, two, three, four, five stars would be really appreciated. Go to Summer's Numerology. Click on that like, and I'm constantly writing. I also have my blog that will be uh, uh, constantly updated on both of my websites. And over the course of the upcoming months, I am writing from a numerological, astrological point of view all about the candidates for presidency in 2016. I had very good success doing that in the previous elections and called it, and therefore I am again going to start writing my numerological uh, profiles for the candidates, and they will be posted on my blog. If you have a question that you would like Spirit to guide you, sign up, give me a call for my psychic intuitive work. And medium work, numerology readings are all done tension of how may I serve? How may I help you to bring peace and quiet into your life? And so another wonderful visit has come to an end. Until next time, know that I send you God's white light, his peace and his harmony. Know that I wish you all good things. And thank you so much for visiting with me one more time in the magical world of numbers.com. Mm-hmm.